Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this, talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. I'm waiting until my boyfriend goes to bed. I don't know why I only feel like I want to do this when he's asleep and like no one's hearing me in the house. Okay, he's not asleep, but we're just going to get started because it's already like 1030 at night. Hi, guys. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Broco Therapy. And guess what? Nobody's here. We are doing a solo pod. And this is even more solo than the usual solo pods because I'm not calling anybody. And as much as I want to like call everyone for this episode, I literally left my like uh, mixer that has like my Bluetooth and all the equipment for me to like do those phone calls back in LA. And so I can't do it. I don't even have like my own equipment. Like I literally am using my boyfriend's microphone. Like I left all of my equipment in LA. So, which leads me to what this episode is about. I did move to Oakland. If you guys listened to the episode that I um, had with my boyfriend called The Next Step in Our Relationship, we talked about moving in together. And at that time, first off, so much has changed since then. So bear with me as I like try to remember what I haven't told you guys. So at that time, we, you know, we're talking about moving in together and it was definitely going to be outside of LA. And the first step was going to be me moving to Oakland. And then we were going to live in this city that he didn't want to mention yet, um, which some people got the clues and found out that we were talking about Atlanta. Um, and I think I mentioned it in another episode. <clears throat> Anyways, so we were, you know, the plan was to move to Atlanta. Um, I visited Atlanta for my birthday. And don't get me wrong, I loved the city. There's still so much more about the city that I want to see. But when I was there, like, I just had this, like, this inkling that was like, don't move yet. Either not yet or don't move here. Either way, it was just telling me that I shouldn't do it, even though I was really kind of set on the idea of that. And shit, my boyfriend was really excited. But he's also just, like, really open. It's really kind of all up to me at this point. But he, he really loved the idea. But I just had this kind of, like, hunch, you know, that... I shouldn't. And it wasn't because I didn't like the city or I didn't have a good time. It had nothing to do with that. It was just, you know, when you have that gut feeling that is so powerful, like you really got to listen to those like gut feelings. But I did for sure want to move in with him. So we ended up just deciding that I'm going to move to Oakland and really just honestly, like one step at a time. Like I think moving twice in one year is just way too fucking much. 
it's way too much and obviously it's like we're moving but also like we're moving it together for the first time so i just felt like it was too much pressure to put on our relationship to like make those massive changes in such a short period of time so it's really like one of the biggest reasons and also just like i think so much has like changed for me in the past like six months not with my relationship my relationship is like super happy like I definitely have no like regrets moving it together, but I think it was more so I I was very unsure where like my career was going. So we're about to get real vulnerable. Let's just get into it. So so if I like ramble and I'm getting kind of tipsy, so I just feel like I am just all over the place sometimes. Let me just pour myself a little bit more. I want y'all to drink with me too. Like do, when you guys listen to the show, like are you drinking rosé too? Are you drinking coffee? What are, like what are you drinking or are you eating with us? Because I eat on the show a lot. Like, I wonder what, like, are you guys, like, having a meal with us? Are you driving? Are you drinking? Maybe not drinking and driving, one or the other. So, yeah. So, we decided, okay, let's put Atlanta on hold for a second because I just feel like it's going to be too much. And my, I think the biggest thing for me last year was that there was so much on my plate And I even think even before last year, I just think my whole life, I always put so much on my plate and I get so burnt out and so overwhelmed that it really affects me mentally. And I also don't feel like I accomplish as much as I want to because I already just put such like high expectations on myself and just overwhelmed myself without like giving myself a break or a moment. And so... You know, it's beginning of the year. I'm thinking like, okay, I'm I'm falling into that habit again of being like impulsive and wanting to just do so much. Like I need to really be mindful of my time. Like I think that's the biggest thing that I've been missing for years. It's just like doing things with intention. When you have and you put so much on your plate and you're, you don't have all the resources <laughs> to do it all, like that, it, it fucks with you, you know? So... And I'm I'm a dreamer and I and I don't want to like let that go, but I also have to like allow myself to have a break and to give myself some grace, which is my boyfriend's last name, Brian Grace. So Stephanie Grace. <laughs> um we're not engaged or married. But um <laughs> anyways. Okay, so let's circle back. So we know now that I'm not going to Atlanta. I'm taking my time. I'm here in Oakland with him. I want to circle back to to end of last year when I lost my job. Because I think me getting fired from my last job really changed the course of everything, including my relationship, where I'm living, what I do for work, literally everything. I got let go of my job, which was a nine to five. And I, to be honest... That job was the reason why I realized I had ADHD and it was a very toxic work environment. And if you have ADHD, you know that it's obviously very difficult to prioritize and to multi to do a lot of things like we really need structure. We really need space to kind of. I don't know. We're just we're just disorganized. So it's it's really difficult. So this type of job that I was doing really required me to be very type A and be very like on top of things and it just wasn't in my personality. And it wasn't until I had that job that it made me realize like that's not I'm not meant to do that type of shit. And that is why I get fired from every single job is cuz the jobs that I'm going for 
even though it's in a very creative field, requires a lot of being really great with detail. And that obviously ADHD is something I really struggled with. And it's it's in positions where I'm being constantly micromanaged and it's very high strong, very high pressure. And I don't do well with authority. Um, I don't do well when I'm being micromanaged. So I <laughs> get fired. And, you know, obviously immediately at that time, I'm thinking like, okay, I got to find another job. And what does that look like? And it was really tough because let's be real, you guys. Brocal therapy is my job. <laughs> and I obviously am able to monitor. I make money from this. Um, I'm going to be honestly fucking real. Like, like no, I'm just going to fucking rip the Band-Aid off. Just be fucking vulnerable with you guys. So I do, you know, I obviously make money from this. But it wasn't enough to be able to to feel as comfortable as I would like to be. And that's scary. There, there's, there's this kind of security and the safety of having this conventional job that has that promising paycheck every other week or at a certain time of the month. Like there, there's some security in that. I mean, that's why a lot of us gravitate towards jobs like that. But if you're like me where I don't do well in a job where I'm making somebody else's dreams come true. You know what I mean? Like where I'm an employee for somebody, um, where I have like a supervisor, like I don't do well. Like if, if, if I do have those cases, like it has to be somebody who's very understanding and is very like, uh, open and flexible and, you know, like just gets it. But of course there's a lot of people these days who just preach that they care about, mental health and diversity and inclusion, but actually don't practice it in the workplace. I said what I said. <laughs> um, and so, so I just, I, I didn't, and this is not, I'm not even just like putting one company under the bus. Like there are several companies that are like this, that really try to preach this, this like progression and this mindset that they care about the work-life balance and their employees and they don't give a fuck because when it actually comes down to what you see beyond the curtain you're like oh no you treat people like shit you exploit people that's what I'm saying I can't work for people like that do you like science fiction I'm Carrie Bechet and if you loved movies like Arrival or Interstellar then you're gonna want to check out my podcast Hypothetical on Hypothetical, we tell speculative sci-fi stories interwoven with real science. New episodes every Tuesday, available wherever you get podcasts. You know, like I've been doing the show since 2016 and I wasn't making money at first. Now I am. And although it's not the amount that is like the most comfortable to live in, you know, I decided as I was like applying for jobs and interviewing for jobs, I was like, I actually don't want to go into that same cycle again. Because for the last like four years, I feel like I got into a job. It doesn't work out. I get fired. And then I'm like going back into finding another job. But at the end of the day, all we really, what we really know is that I want brocal therapy to be my job. But because I'm spending so much time and my energy into my plan B, I've neglected my plan A. So how I kind of break it down is, <laughs> this is what makes sense to me. I think 
since y'all listen to Brokeo Therapy, this probably makes sense to you. It's like when you got this main chick here, which is Brokeo Therapy, that's like, yo, I love you. I'll take care of you. Like, we can build. Yes, I'm not there yet, but like, I got you. Like, I, like we could be amazing together, but we got to build because great things take time. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm just not ready. I don't know. I just want something that's just like, I need the benefits now. I need the benefits now. I need to feel good now. So I go to my side chick. I go to my side chick as I'm dating my main chick behind her back. But then I'm giving too much time attention to my side chick because my side chick's like, no, I want more from you. Like, I want something serious. Like, I want something more long term. And I'm like, okay, yeah, because, I, I, you know, because they are giving me the benefits. I kind of play along with that. But then I end up falling flat on my face because I'm not like I got my main chick that I care more about. So what I'm saying is, why are you trying to focus on your side chicks when your main chick is the one that got you, like no matter what? Once I realized that, it just made so much sense. And I get it because you have to pay your bills. You have to like get by. LA is really expensive. You have to eat and all these things. But I was focusing on like I should have done jobs that didn't require me so much. Because the jobs that I was going for, like, literally wanted me to, like, eat, breathe, sleep, die for them. And I just wasn't willing to do that. So that's why. So fast forward. Once I realized that, which was probably around, like, the time I went to Atlanta, actually. Because if I went to Atlanta, financially, I would have had to get, like, a 9 to 5 again. I'd have to go into that loop again of 9 to 5. And I, I think that's what made me really realize, like, actually... I I don't want to do that again. So anyways, shout out to my boss, Brad. I work, you know, I do some editing and I am working part time with him, but I'm also like learning so much and he's able to just and we're I'm editing podcasts and such and such and for different clients. And because there are like bigger shows and bigger audiences and bigger production, like I'm learning so much on how to edit and put on a show and all that stuff. So like, and he's been very flexible. Shout out to, I didn't think I was going to have this moment with you, Brad, but if you're listening, thank you. Because um, he, I mean, he's, he's still growing and I truly believe in him. And yeah, so, and he actually like, he, we already knew each other and he was looking for somebody and I was like, hey, and so end up coming on but it was part-time and but I was like but I'm learning a lot here like I'm more hands-on I'm more creative it's more project-based it's not like the stick up your ass corporate environment that I was in I will say like Broco therapy was really helping me pay my bills pay my rent and so and then I'm also having this job with Brad where I'm learning you know I'm upping my editing skills and also learning more about production and being more creative in in the in the industry, I guess. And I'm also doing vocal therapy. And I just realized like I'm okay, so time is very precious because okay, yes, I have this part-time job. And vocal therapy is helping pay my bills, but this part-time job is also helping me pay for other things. It's so crazy how much time I have on my hands to really try to like put back to what I really care about and so once I started kind of putting back and having this extra time to put back in the show my my show and my numbers started growing a lot so I don't know where I'm going with this it's hot sorry y'all this is boring I know like I always talk about like dicks and shit so this is probably like really vulnerable and I don't know how interesting this is but like this is really what's been going on this is all of the shit that I'm talking about has been on my mind for months and 
you know, these past episodes that that I've been putting on like the past month, you know, and I have like three or four more coming out after this have all been episodes I recorded like in one week. <laughs> so that's about like 10 episodes I've recorded in one week. So I haven't been able to like sit down and give you guys, you know, um, an update. So this is like my update. Um, and this is all that's like, okay, you have my show, but this is all the shit that's like running through my mind, you know, as this is happening. And so bear with me if it's really confusing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm ADHD, bitch. I don't know how to structure shit. I, I'm just speaking as I'm thinking. So <laughs> it is what it is. Um, and also fuck people. Honestly, because like I'm, I'm gonna go back to the comments. Like I've had some comments being like, "She just so fucking rude. She keeps interrupting." Like, okay, I'll be better at that. I, I always want to be better at that. But fuck you. This is a conversation. This is how podcasting works. This isn't a formal fucking interview. Like this is a conversation. Fucking assholes. <sighs> okay. So what was I saying? So yeah, I decided to really kind of put in the time to make Broco Therapy my full-time job. It's still in the works. So how does that make sense about why I moved in with my boyfriend? Well, first, it was time in our relationship. I was fucking sick and tired of doing long distance. Um, even though it's like we live five hours away, that shit is a bitch. And you miss each other and shit, and then you're on FaceTime the whole time. Like, it's annoying. Like, I just want to, like, have him next to me. So me and him were kind of like discussing like our future and like what that looks like. And of course, it's not just the playing house type of conversations. It's like financial conversations. Like if you're going to move in with someone, like you have to openly talk about money, talk about your credit score, talk about your debt, talk about how much you make, talk about like who's paying for what bills, like however you want to split it. Because I know that's a controversial topic. Some people want all their bills paid and some people are in the 50 50 but i'm in the you know we're in a partnership so if you're gonna pay for something i'm gonna pay for something like it it is what it is we're gonna contribute in our own ways <laughs> that kind of like led to the conversation you know with my boyfriend and you know i'm talking to him about my change of heart on jobs and how i'm like done looking for other jobs and then i'm happy with the money and making broker therapy and also doing this part-time gig with Brad and that I'm not looking for this nine to five like job anymore. Like I'm just fucking done. And, but also like I want to live with him. So what, what, what does that mean? Is it LA? I don't want to do Atlanta. I think I should be closer in to California. Like what's happening. And so we kind of came to the conclusion that, so I, I moved up to Oakland and which I honestly never thought I would do that. Like, I'm pretty sure on an episode before that I was like, I would never move to like the Bay, but I'm actually really fucking happy I did it. My boyfriend's going to hate me for saying this. And I feel like anyone who's like loves the Bay so much is going to hate me for saying this. But the Bay is just like an extension of L.A., you know, my boyfriend disagrees and thinks L.A. is an extension of the Bay. But in my perception of life, the Bay just feels like L.A., just like more north. You know what I mean? Like literally, that's what it is. And also more more diversity in in the Bay for sure. Like I love that I'm around like Filipino and black people. You know what I mean? Like that like makes me feel really comfortable. <laughs> and that like 
a lot of culture and music really is like starts in the Bay and a lot of LA people fucking take that shit. Like I will stand by that. We kind of copy the Bay sometimes. Like the Bay like has this swag about it, you know? So I love the Bay. I mean, I love LA more, but the Bay is really dope and I can really appreciate it for what it is. And also I like the weather here so much better. <laughs> like LA can get really hot in the Bay. Like I love that like that it could get like cold, but not too cold, like the Midwest, you know? And it doesn't ever get like, well, it gets really hot, but not that hot. Not like LA. So we decided, okay, let me move there. And honestly, I'm just gonna be real, full disclosure. So we live in his house. So his grandparents owned this house, but when they passed away, they handed it down to him. So we live in this house, just us two, and he's paying the bills. And thankfully, I don't have to pay rent or anything like that. And it's been really nice because now that, and it just all worked out perfectly because now that I'm at this time where I'm like, I really want to make this my full-time job. I can't go back to nine to five. I just can't, you know, um, I'm at, I have this blessing that I don't have to worry about rent anymore because that was always my biggest worry was rent and last year you know like I had a roommate that wasn't really paying so that kind of created this anxiety of like am I gonna get evicted because this other person is not holding up their end of the stick so that was really scary for me and I just want to clarify that I'm not talking about Jess she is the best roommate I've ever had so it feels really nice to kind of escape that hustle especially like going through that and then getting fired. It was a lot. And then I also had like all these weddings to go to. And I obviously wanted to go to all of them, you know, but that costs money. And it's just like, it was a lot for me financially and mentally. Um, so decided that coming, you know, coming here, you know, instead of like moving to Atlanta or him coming to LA, like will be best because I wouldn't have to pay for bills, but obviously I'm contributing in other ways, like paying for food and, you know, paying for certain things and like saving money and all that stuff. So we have like our own little plan, but that is the main reason is because me coming up here means I have less bills to pay and more time to spend on brocal therapy. With that being said, I'm also currently working on a Patreon. Um... <laughs> I want to create more content with you guys. Like I said, like I want to do more than just this podcast. I like I, I'm falling in love with like video editing because of my job. And like I really want to include like more behind the scenes stuff, especially with videos on my Patreon, you know, extra episodes, maybe like some unedited versions, too, because sometimes like I edit some shit out. <laughs> so there'll be some like even more explicit shit on there. and. I don't know, I just, I literally have like almost two pages of a Word doc of like ideas of what I want to do. So it just really would just be more content. I'm still figuring out the prices and all that stuff, but obviously I'm trying to make it affordable. And yeah, stay tuned for that. I'm literally in the works. <laughs> I'm aiming for like June or July for that. But of course I'll make another announcement and talk, keep talking about it with you guys but yeah, that's what I had planned. And like, that's what like the update is. Like I'm, you know, all that was going on of trying to figure out what I want to do with my life and obviously making 
the sacrifice of leaving a city that I really love um, to another city that I'm learning to love and now living with my boyfriend, which I'll talk about that because I feel like y'all are really here for that. Like you didn't want to hear the other stuff. You wanted to hear like, so how's it like um, <laughs> moving in with a boyfriend? So this is the first time I've ever lived with a boyfriend. And <laughs> honestly, like, it's been so much fun. Like, I don't, like, I, I tweeted that and someone commented, like, responded back to me, like, don't lie, girl. And I'm like, no, like, I'm actually really enjoying it. Like, it's, um, I mean, <clears throat> obviously, it's only been, like, three weeks, almost four weeks. Like, it hasn't been that long. Um, and, and to be honest, like, it really just feels, like, the same because we've been long distance. Um, when we would visit each other, like, we would stay at each other's places for like a week or two or even longer, you know? I feel like we've kind of already figured out a flow and how it feels like to live with each other. So when I moved in, it just felt like, it felt like home already. It didn't feel strange. Maybe if we like got a brand new apartment, it would have felt like that. But no, I mean, I've been here a million times. Like my, even my pets, like it wasn't even like a shock for them. Like they're so used to this place and they've been adjusting really well and yeah, and I I don't know. And like also for those with my asthma <coughs> and for those who follow me on Twitter, I also like mentioned how I was going on Bumble BFF to make friends. It was a lot of fun. There were so many people I wanted to be friends with, but like ugh, I forget, yo, I forget how exhausting it is <laughs> to talk to people through it like a dating app. Like it wasn't a dating app, but it is a dating app, you know? Like it even though it was just like being friends, it's like the same kind of like thing that happens it's like hey oh my god cute dog or like oh my god like what do you do for like all these things like all this like small talk to get to like see if there's a connection <sighs> I feel bad because there are people that I really do want to like I think are super cool and I would kick it with but I just haven't had time <laughs> like you know when you move somewhere like there's you just there's you have to adjust and to be honest like Yo, I love Brian and like he's really neat and like organized and like clean and shit. But like homeboy <laughs> does not have good taste in like interior. So it's just like everything's clean, though. Like I'll give him that because you sometimes go to a guy's house and there's just like not clean or they have like a mattress on the floor and the TV's on the floor and like no furniture. And, like, a fork in the kitchen or something. Like, they're just, like, so, like, they have nothing because they're just minimalist. <laughs> but, like, at least he had furniture and he kept his place really clean and nice. But it was just, like, the aesthetic. <laughs> like, just, you know, like, he has, like, I feel like, okay. I feel like men, when they shop for their home or, like, the interior, like, they they shop. Like, for women, we kind of, like, think of, like, okay, what matches what vibe do, do we do we want modern mid-century modern do we want farmhouse glam you know like what like retro like what's our vibe like what's our color scheme you know we have like a pinterest board and shit men shop depending on like their interest <laughs> like on brian's walls there's like a warriors the, like the you know basketball warriors the raiders and there's like Nipsey Hustle and like Tyler the Creator and then Jay-Z, Biggie, like literally all the music shit that he's into and like the sports that he's into. And then like t-shirts, pinned 
to the wall and then like <laughs> he probably hears me talking mad shit in the other room and then like his favorite color is red <laughs> so then he has like red curtains and it's like that's the thing like guys like they choose from their interests he's like oh my favorite color is red okay i'll make the curtains red like no bitch it's not how that works like what like they have to be like beige you know like make it more open space <laughs> and he had oh my god <gasps> he had this rug okay that was like loud like swirly red stripes it was like red black and white and i swear to god it looked like a drug dealer's rug <laughs> and i was like this has got to go and he loved that rug i feel like such an ass but he knew i mean i told him that before i like moved in so like by the time i moved in he like took it out it's like thank god <laughs> so in conclusion it's going well no, it really is. I mean, you know, I, again, at least he keeps shit clean. He's more organized than me, but I'm obviously going to be like, the aesthetic. We got to change everything. And so I've made like a whole Google spreadsheet of like pictures and links of stuff that I want to buy and just make sure everything matches and like budgeting out certain shit. So it's still in the works. Also, I was thinking maybe I'll put that on Patreon. <laughs> like maybe I'll like, kind of show you guys like because you know that that shit doesn't happen overnight so like maybe i'll show you guys the process hmm i don't know let me know dm me if you guys think that's a good idea and dm me if you don't think that's a good idea <laughs> then i won't do it i won't waste my time and i'll give you something that you want that's the thing also let me know like if you do sign up for my patreon like it would also give you an opportunity to tell me like what you guys want to hear what you guys want to see like i really want to just make it more of like an experience and just engage with you guys more and I just like the idea of Patreon because it like yeah y'all pay for it help me pay the bills and shit but <laughs> it like makes it more exclusive on like people who really fuck with me you know like on TikTok I could put some shit up and some fucking piece of shit motherfucker could comment and call me like a four and you know, I have to see that. So, but on Patreon, it's like, I get people who really fuck with me and I, and I would value your guys opinion more than some random motherfucker on TikTok. And yeah. And so you guys could talk to me on there. Um, I'm trying to think of more updates. Okay. So as I'm editing, I realize, wait, no, there's like more updates I want to give. Like, I feel like I didn't really like dive into like the move and like how me and Brian are adjusting to like living together and everything. I also think that I'm like drunk now. So I just like feel like more talkative and like want to party. <laughs> I'm drunker than I was before. Um, it is now 1230 and I just I don't know. I feel like I didn't really like talk about I just talked so much about like my career choices. And I think that's really important to talk about because it's been such a huge thing in the shift of everything in my life so I, I it, it was important to talk about that but I don't know like I do want to share like the adjustment of now living with a boyfriend you know like it's honestly like only been a month so you know 
it's just the beginning of what's to come but it's been honestly like amazing so far it feels really comfortable like living with him and being with him like I think you know it's not one of those moments where we think it's supposed to be like this aha moment and it's like all like fun and games because we're playing house like it feels like real you know but and it feels like so right and like I have no doubt in my mind that I've made a good choice like this was the best choice to make to to come out here to Oakland and to live with him and to to be in a relationship with him um I'm so cheesy (laughs) but I really like it was so weird like I You know, so we drove my stuff up north to Oakland and all this is so cheesy. So I like hate being so cheesy, but here we are. And so we drove separately um, just because we're equally bringing stuff up north. And he got to Oakland before me. And I remember he called me like saying that he got there and that, you know, just random stuff like oh make sure to park right here make sure all this stuff whatever and so he's like okay bye i love you and i just got like butterflies <laughs> you know because it just like i think it hit me at that moment like damn like i'm like i'm living with a man <laughs> i'm living with a man like that's crazy and like not just any man you know what i mean like someone i really see myself with like forever um, ew, God, why am I tearing up? <laughs> but no, I, I just, I really do love him. Like he's through like this journey of the shit that I was going through with like my career and like my ADHD and like all this stuff. Like he's really been like such a great supporter of that. And I just want to like give him a shout out just of like how much he's really like helped me and support me to be in this place that I am now and honestly like I know that I made all these choices and it's all on me and you know I give myself the credit yada yada but I also want to like give him the some of that credit too because he's given like such great guidance and even though he thinks I don't like listen to him like I do (laughs) and it's just been like I don't know it's been like amazing so far Honestly, like I, I sound so annoying when I say this, but I really do feel like as time goes on, like I'm falling like more and more in love. And ew, uh, I don't like showing this side of myself to the world. It's embarrassing. But no, every day I'm just like so happy to like, you know, wake up next to him and like, hang out with him all day and like we both work from home so we have like a room that we turn into like our office and we like you know we'll work next to each other and so like when something comes up with work or we just are having a day or we just want to talk like we're he's right there I don't know it's been it's been so much fun and I and I and I love it like I think it's so healthy to the point where like I feel like I forget to like put that on social media, even though it's like, I don't have to do that. Like we're, I'm living it with him, but because of what I do, it's kind of like people are like, what's going on over there? You know, but no, like it's been, it's been amazing. And I'm, I'm living like truly every moment, you know, present with him. And so, you know, uh, 
This is so embarrassing. I think the Aquarius in me is like, like we're, we're emotional, but sometimes we like don't like to show to the world. But like Brian would like tell you, like I am the corniest motherfucker when it's just me and him. <laughs> it's like embarrassing. But yeah, I mean, I, again, first month down. <laughs> we'll see how next month goes. Um, but it, it's cool. Like it's cool to be in this adult relationship. And I'm glad that like, you know, looking back at my life, I'm glad that I made the decisions I made, you know, even if there were wrong ones and sad ones and hurtful ones, like I'm glad to be the place where I am now and to be with Brian, you know, and to, to have the people that do support me, to have the friends that are there and are real as fuck, you know, and like, it's it's been a journey but I'm so grateful and like yeah like I'm so grateful for all of you guys um for supporting me like when I tweeted about doing the solo pod like and put it on my Instagram story like I got so much love like so many people were just so like you know interested and like that makes me feel really good because <laughs> sometimes I'm like I don't need to tell them they don't they don't care. And so to like hear that like y'all like you're like, no, like what's going on? Like you generally care because it's like not because you're nosy, because there's no like, you know, juicy things happening. It's just like because we're friends, you know? And so it's great to like have a connection, even if I don't like know every single one of you like individually, but I do feel like a bond and it feels good and like your love doesn't ever go unnoticed. It is 12.43, so I am cheesy tonight. Tell me if you guys want more of these. I don't know if this was too boring for you or next time I'll call people. I just didn't have my equipment tonight. So next time I'll definitely make some phone calls. Or if you just enjoyed this just like little solo episode of me in the middle of the night just crying about how much I love my boyfriend, like that's fine too. Like I can do more of these, whatever you want. Let me know, let me know and I'll do more. Okay, in the meantime, please follow me at Stephanie Megan or go to brokeotherapy.com. You guys, I say this, the more ep- the more stories you send me, the more content you, I forgot, what, what do I say? The more episodes you're going to get. It's true. I'm trying to work on <laughs> making more content. So please send me stories and even your phone numbers because I'm going to start calling people again. And yeah. Love you guys. Bye. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Hello, dear stranger. I'd like to introduce you to something new. Or perhaps something very, very old. The Heresies of Radolf Wine is a horror fantasy medical mystery following the titular monk turned traveling medical investigator. Follow Radolf as he navigates a nightmare world in which viruses are gods and the human race are not their favored children. Steeped in history and an aesthetic that can only be described as a combination of occult academia and laboratory Judaica, the heresies of Radolf Burntwine have been described as Umberto Eco meets H.P. Lovecraft. For more information, check out the Patreon at thorb.info. But take care, dear stranger. 
for some truths are best left unknown.